Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the Gene Tea Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Dry Grace Season 13. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The G&T. Hey everyone, welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. Yes. Um, for those of you who are worried, and I, I can assume we have that been flooded with messages, <laughs> inundated. Yeah. Um, we've had the police knock a few times, seeing we have home, welfare checks, very home alone styles. Mm-hmm. Look, the reason there's been a delay in the podcast by a day. Let it be known that we're still the first podcast out there. Yes. Regardless. Absolutely. And still will be the first <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race podcast out and about. Uh, we we are mourning. We are in mourning over the death of Prince Philip here in the UK. And out of respect for Prince <laughs> Philip, we, we... I mean, I mean, I mean... There may have been other reasons. I mean, obviously, it's very sad that Prince Philip has passed away, but we're not royalists in this household, so we're not exactly observing a week of mourning as the rest of the country. We, we'd like to. I'd like to thank Faye for sending a very special message of, um, well, of concern and condolence. Thank you, Faye. Thank you. Um, Namaste. Namaste. Maybe the others didn't come through. Yeah. I think so. I, it was probably just, you know, like when there's too many emails coming through at once, they just get jammed. When you go to a concert, you know, when yeah. you go to a concert and yeah. you can't send a message, or the, the reception's yeah. really, really bad because everyone's trying to get through, it's probably everyone's what trying it was. to go on. Yeah. That's what you want to get an influx of yeah. concerns, of tweets, of Instagram messages, emails. But thank you. Um, for- owls, a raven, a raven shall uh, <laughs> drop over some messages as well. Um, ask you if we're okay. Um, look, the truth is. I look. I had the worst hangover. I thought you were going to dress it up a little bit and say that you were quote unquote unwell, but let's call okay. a spade a spade. <laughs> like you were horrifically hungover yesterday. Like someone spilled the GNT purely directly pure, into your mouth, into my mouth, <laughs> and just wouldn't stop. It was like a drip. It was like, it was like they had put a needle on my arm and just fed me gin constantly. I have not had a hangover that bad. And like from, I am not, I do not deal well with pain. I am the You needed worst. a bit of nursing. I, I, I am. I go straight to look after me. I can't move. <laughs> I, you know, like. He, he was not, he was a sight for sore eyes yesterday. You went a bit mad with the Cosmos on Friday, didn't you? I don't remember. No, well, I, <laughs> I do, and you did. I really don't remember. I just remember like, woo, yeah. I made me a porn star martini. I did a Cosmo. I had, I had everything. I like you how you talk about them of. in singulars, as if you had one of each. Yeah. You know, my, my <laughs> do you tolerance... know what the problem was? You were mixing. That's what the problem was. Yeah. Too much mixing. Since lockdown, my tolerance just isn't the same, Tom. It isn't. Um, anyway, I you just... had enough to knock down a concrete elephant. Okay, thank you. Recipe 10. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he's trying to get rid of me. That's what I'm hearing. Look, regardless, I tell you what, I tell, regardless of all the drinking and all of that, yesterday we did not, I didn't, I don't know about you, Tom, I did not go onto social media. No. I still do not know we what We don't happens. know the outcome. We've I been very, very disciplined. If, 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 you know, anybody who follows the Instagram will see I didn't post yesterday. No, I, I, can I just say this? I couldn't even, even if I wanted to, I could mm. not have gone. Like the light from my phone would have just given me another headache. And I was, <laughs> I, was I, like, I didn't care where my phone was. I was like, oh my God, I need a podcast. Oh my God, I'm going to die. It wouldn't this have been a good episode if we'd done this it This is how I die. This is, this is how I die. Death via gin. Anyway, you needed quite a lot of TLC and Ooh, what was it? What was that? A bit of interference. <laughs> that must be the the me- the messages coming through. Probably that was probably. the Wi-Fi messages. They're all that, coming through. That was a raven hitting the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you everyone, needed quite a lot of TLC and paracetamol and ibuprofen yesterday. Everyone, just I just want you to call off the police search. I'm mm-hmm. fine. We are okay. We're okay. The podcast is going to come out very very soon. I'll be within. You'll be hearing it today on the Sunday, the the day after. Yeah. Okay, and uh, you know, in, in what like over a year that we're doing the podcast, like this is probably the first time we've genuinely been late with a, you know a proper main series episode. Yeah. So cut us some slack, guys. Yeah. Cut some slack. So cut, cut, calm down, okay? <laughs> we're sorry, we're human. Yeah. And we apologise for Sur- having feelings. Surprise, surprise! <laughs> if you cut us, we bleed. <laughs> so look, today we do know that it's going to be called Getting Lucky, and mm-hmm. they're going to be doing the it's the top four kind of music challenge to one of RuPaul's songs, and they do it all the time. Yeah, top five last season. Your top. What was the last ones? Last, last season, season was. was um, 
Losing is the new winning. Wow. I don't know what key you're going for. That was, that was a better key than Jada was in. Yep. I'll tell you that. Or the, Crystal. You mean Luther Vandross? <laughs> oh, the I was explaining my art. <laughs> never, never only part. That's queer fascination. I not until because oh. she's, she spoke in a higher register than she sang. It was so confusing. <laughs> I, I don't understand it at all. But mm. today they're going to be doing that. And it's going to be to the song Lucky. So stay tuned for that. But before we do go on. A cover of Britney Spears' Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, inspired yeah. and inspired. <laughs> I want to say hello to Claire. Now we got one review, one yeah. review. Maybe the Wi-Fi again, the Wi-Fi. Yeah. All the messages, like all the reviews, are slowing down because of to, all of this. Everyone's to, just. To be fair, so many of our lovely, wonderful, kind, loyal listeners have been so good in coming forward with. But we did say we'd reached our target, so I think probably people don't feel the need to do as many. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but thank you so much, guys. If you if you find it in your heart, <laughs> find it in your heart to yes. send us love. Yes. By review, do so. So mm. this is from Claire. Claire says, highlight of my week. I absolutely love this podcast. And I love when they call our production for being shady. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. I was convinced Bolo's name was Bolo. B-O-L-L-O. For the longest times because of y'all's accents. Well, that's oh. just how you pronounce. It's the, your Samoan pronunciation. I love, of... I love it. That's just how you pronounce it, as <laughs> no. if I'm pronouncing it wrong. And no, no, no. Bolo, like... that's just your accent. You pronounce it wrong. That's, that's just how why. you talk. <laughs> this, is, this is my voice. This is how I talk. Um, no, but like, that's the traditional Samoan pronunciation of what other people, if they read it, might say Paolo. Paolo. Yeah, like in Britain, if we read that name, we'd probably say Paolo. No, no, no. Britain... When people read my name here in the UK, they say Paulo. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give a, I don't, please don't try to cover that there. They go, oh, Paulo, is Paulo here? And I sit there, I'm, I sit there, I'm so arrogant. I'm, I'm so stubborn. I just sit there and go, mm, is it, no, 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 no Paulo here. There is no Paulo. Yeah. There is a Paulo. Hi. <laughs> so thank you very much for that review, Claire. Yeah, thank you so much. Do you want to talk about, so International All-Stars. Now we did speculate so, yeah. ourselves. We did speculate that there was going to be one and it has come to pass that there is. Now there's yeah. been a, a few all too obvious kind of tweets that have come out. It's like, so social media absences and then quite facetious tweets to explain them. And so, some girls, I mean... They're must, obviously, they're not allowed to talk about it, but some girls have put up quite entertaining little tweets. So, for example, um, many of the girls who are rumoured have basically been confirmed now. So okay. uh, Jimbo said that she fell over and broke both of her thumbs. Um, but she's she's back to it now. How, so poor Jimbo. How did, how, how did she fall? What kind of fall breaks two thumbs? She wears very high heels. And those breastplates are very front-heavy, you know. Well, I thought this, the, the breastplates would, would have saved her. her. Yes, I thought that would have yes. been her saving grace. Well, you know, unfortunately, no. No, no, as it turns out. Her thumbs are bigger than her breasts. Her thumbs are huge. Ow! Oh. <laughs> Maybe she fell with the boobs, fell onto the thumbs and smashed them. Okay. But anyway, she's on the mend, so thank goodness. Oh. We, lo- we love Jimbo. Really, really looking forward to seeing Jimbo again. Um, now, um, Cheryl Hall, who wasn't one of our picks, but go off, sis... Um, Cheryl Hall said that she, and I, I find this quite a, an entertainingly self-effacing tweet. She said, I had a very long nap because it's really hard being a mediocre diva. So I enjoy that kind of self-deprecating humor. So she, she gains extra points from me for that. I, I feel like someone else wrote it for her because she's, <laughs> she is the most overly confident person. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a star. I'm, I'm a bloody star. I'm a lipstick assessment girl. No, Hooper you are 50p not. in chattel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She is not a lipstick assassin, period. She is not. Now, I'm... She is not. She is not. She is not a lipstick assassin. Because, because she, she is, is not. not. I'm feeling more and more inspired that I need to go watch Drag Race Thailand because it seems pretty much confirmed that Pangina Heels, who I believe won one of the seasons in Thailand, ah. is in it. She said she was at meditation camp. Meditation well, camp, everybody. Well, you know, Tom, you know. Um, and They do that in the Asian islands. Yes. Yeah. Lots of meditation, I believe. Um, and uh, Blue Hydrangea sort of picked up on all of those and did a combination of them all, said that she fell over, broke her thumbs, needed a nap after she was meditating, and now she's back. So Blue Hydrangea's basically confirmed as well. The other ones who had social media absences that seem to corroborate are um, Bag of Chips, Janie JK, Envy Peru, um, and, oh, two girls from US, and I was never really in favour of having US girls in this, but whatever... But I'm very, very excited that potentially Monique Hart is going to be there because I love Monique. Mm, and Jujubee. Tom, 
Why do you hate America? I don't hate America. America hates me. I mean, um, I'm not even going to say this on a side note. I'm not even. I'm not even going to pause, Tom. A lot of our listeners are from America. <laughs> no, so you better switch your words right now. <laughs> you better, you better switch something. No, look, everyone, please. We've had one day off. You know, we're trying to get our rhythm back. Tom doesn't know what he's saying. Listen, what I'm saying is, uh, the American girls have all stars every every year at the moment. I would love to see an international one where. The American girls maybe take a back seat and we shine a bit more of a spotlight on some of the other seasons. But I think, I think they probably need to have American girls in there to ha- give it appeal, big, bigger appeal in the US. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you and I forgive you. Everyone else, please follow suit. Please follow suit. But yes, it, 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 it sounds like there definitely is going to be an international all stars. And I think maybe they were kind of pushed by production to mm-hmm. hint towards that because none this has never happened before no one's ever like alluded no one's ever put a shine a light on the mm-hmm. fact that there was absence yeah they have to keep it it's contract they have to keep it so so quiet but them being them coming out and saying this obviously there's been some allowance given for them to go out and tease it yeah i want to go there and tease it don't piss them off just tease it <laughs> i guess now though because we have at least two more international franchises coming out this year with their debut seasons we have down under i got it right this time and espana so the next international all-stars would have even more series to draw drawn and i think if it's a success i'd love to see it every year yeah i'm re i really really want some of these amazing international girls to have a bigger platform that that's what i mean when i'm talking about the american girls being involved because they have such a big platform already yeah much as i love them absolutely i mean I'm, i watch them every week I mean, we're we're reviewing them right now. Now, let's let's get into the episode. Let's talk about last week, first of all. Last week, we said goodbye to Olivia Lux. We did. I really do feel it was her time to go. Mm -hmm. She was starting to great. Let's be let's be real. She was starting to great. Like mm. the first few episodes, love, love, love. But when you're giving me the same thing over and over again for every, ch- I just I was over it. I would agree that Olivia didn't didn't really feel able to apply the feedback about switching up a bit and like changing the the saccharine character. And she just made a really poor choice that last episode by going for that character, which was clearly spelled out on paper. Yeah, you know, thinking, oh, you know, I can rock that. But like, think, Olivia, you've. You've been told not to do that character. Imagine if she'd gone for the evil villainess. She could still be there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, do you know what? There were some moments when she wasn't that Olivia that we know, that mm-hmm. always were always happy, that I had that girl. Do you remember the walk that she did when she had that amazing wig and the really, really ugly dress, but she won? What was it that season? Um... Uh, it was for the oh, the um, disco, the disco yeah, yeah, week yeah, when she yeah. won that week. When she the attitude that she had when she walked down on that runway, mm-hmm. like that, like yeah, I'm I'm a hot bitch. Like there was so something so different, yeah. and she rocked it. Like I wanted to see different sides of her, not always just the oh, same. Oh yeah, the little one. black dress, yes. gorgeous hair, beautiful mug as always, dress. basic dress. I think Olivia, she was really really focused on projecting this nice sweet girl image, and she she, she kind of spelt it out a bunch of times. I think I think. Um, like what Darianne said about Courtney that time, this dish needs a little more salt. You know, I would have liked to see more of an edge yeah. with Olivia. Absolute. Ab- I think everyone everyone wanted that. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't delivering it. And she mm. just, maybe she didn't want to. I don't know. Was she scared of being painted as a villain? Maybe she really wanted really? to be loved. That's she really, really wanted the Valentina love by being mm-hmm. this really, really good, pretty fashion girl. You know, that with that. Uh, happy and they're very very effervescent yeah. but it was just too much and Let, it was a bit too in your face and forced I, just, I didn't like it let's not forget she'd only been doing drag for 18 months so her drag character is in its infancy so she, she probably was she probably could only do this like fairly um one note i kind of hate that phrase but one note kind of portrayal and she'll develop more layers as she goes through her career so i'm excited to see her come back for what all stars wanted because let's not forget she won two challenges and you know winning two challenges and not making it into the very top four is it's not many girls do that um yeah. so she's clearly super duper talented okay Okay, so Rosé, let's look at the placements. Mm-hmm. I think at the min- the moment for me, the leaderboard, at the top of the leaderboard is Rosé. Rosé's got three yeah. wins. Even though Simone's got four wins, the reason I put Rosé above Simone is because Rosé's got three wins. Simone's got four wins, but Simone also has two bottoms. And we've always, we've said quite often, actually, no winner of Drag Race has ever lip-synced more than once. Yes. Yeah. It's a fact. 
they've either never lip synced um, or they've lip synced once. Yes. That's it. So mm-hmm. that's why I put Simone second. Third, Got Mick has two wins, but these two wins are monumental wins. There were Snatch Game and Ball, yes. which are really significant kind of legacy challenges. So if you think of like Aquaria, Aquaria had both of those under her belt. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those are the ones that you would want to win because mm-hmm. they are the they're staples. And they're just to win the Snatch Game, which is all about wit and character, and yeah. also to win the Board Challenge, mm-hmm. which is on the opposite side of that spectrum, yeah. which is fashion and makeup, to win both of that, you're well-rounded. It's a way of like showing, I can do it's the a way full gamut sh- here. It's a way of showing versatility, mm. Tom. But what you said, that what you do is camp, but can you do glamour? <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm asking you that question. Tom, I... I can you do glamour? Um, I don't understand the question, <laughs> and I don't care to answer. <laughs> So moving on, <laughs> Candy Muse, um, and Candy Muse has um, someone related to her on the production team. That's that's why she's still there. Her, her. I Candy's grown on me the past few weeks because I do think she's taken some of the feedback and she's mellowed. She's less combative. She's less, um, you know, she's still effervescent and full of personality, but she's not getting to fights with people all the time, which is great. Thing is, she's been in the bottom three times. We might as well count Candy out frankly and she's got one win it just doesn't happen you know what yeah she's got one win three bottoms you just said yeah you just said that it's time for us to counter out mm-hmm. the thing is candy muse is still bowdy bowdy <laughs> candy muse is still talking as the i'm gonna say all you bunch of talk like, <laughs> we're just seeing the first part of the episode and she's like they're like oh look i'm wearing gold you're wearing silver she goes yeah so you're wearing so you're you're two are going home next yeah i'm like how are you talking <laughs> how how is sound coming out of your mouth right now? There's always sound. How are out of those words? Yeah, and it's only sound because girl, God knows we don't understand what she's saying. <laughs> but how was she so confident? Like at the end of the day, if you made it to the top four and there's girls around you who have had two wins, four wins, and three wins, and you've had three bottoms, I can't believe how confident you are. Like you look, come on, you, you know you should know by now you're buying something. Does she really think she's gonna win? Do you know do you know why she's so confident? Because she has a win and neither Dahlia nor Aja had a win in their season. <laughs> so that's that. So therefore she's taking the crown yeah, home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah of yeah. course how quick was she was to throw her sisters under the bus. <laughs> I don't think mummy. any I, I don't think Aja even won a challenge. I don't think Brokolai she didn't even last an episode. Oh my god I I'm really, really, I'm amazing. I'm a superstar. She did actually last more than one episode because she has all those ridiculous cameos throughout season 12. Whenever they could shovel in the Brock ally, they did. So this week, we know that they're going to be bringing back Jamal Sims. Jamal Sims is coming back this episode. He's going to be doing the choreography to Lucky. So Lucky is a yeah. song that they're going to be um, singing uh, to. They have to create their own verse as well. Mm-hmm. So they're singing and dancing to their own original verse to Rue's song Lucky. And they're going to be working with Jamal Sims. I really do like Jamal He's Sims. He's lovely. Jamal He's so Sims, nice and encouraging. Jamal Sims is someone who has been here since very, very early on in the drag race. Season. Season, but definitely very early on. I was very like I would. I remember Ginger Minj thirsting over him. It was very early. I think he was he was there quite. He's like yeah, he's an OG. He's an OG. Yeah. Do you know what I love about him? He's such a he's such a stage mom slash choreographer. Like mm-hmm. you know, whenever they whenever you teach someone a performance and you're a dance teacher and you're watching them on that day. You're not sitting there just watching your students. You're not mm-hmm. watching your production. You're like you're really really into it. Like you're you you when a when a part that comes up as sexy, your face becomes the character that mm-hmm. they should be doing. Yeah. And if you watch it, they always show it. They always show Jamal Sims while they're performing in the main part because he he is there. He is yeah, his his face it. is like he's really into it, and he's like oh he's. I just want you to pay close attention to that because that's exactly what a dance mom mm-hmm. does. That's exactly what a dance teacher does. That's exactly what a choreographer does. And I think that he's just got such a love energy and spirit yeah. about him. He's a nice him. guy, isn't he? Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's like he's not phased by production. And I'm, yeah. I, I don't know if production's ever taught because when we see Todd Hall, Todd yeah. Hall has in the years camped it up since his first time and become there. more like bitchy. critical and bitchy yeah. yeah he has but this has not affected Jamal Sims it really hasn't so I, I really do I really do love um, seeing him there I wonder if Jamal's maybe a bit more seasoned and he kind of like knows knows the score and like he, he knows who he is you know he yeah. knows who he is and what his drag represents <laughs> exactly um, so but- I heard Candy said that they have to talk their rap have 
they had to talk about why they're lucky to be in the top four. And I was like, Candy, you're going to have the verse. You're going to have the longest verse. She's going to have the verse, the bridge, and the chorus, she and can, the callback. She can just list the... every time that she was spared the bottom two, and every time that she was favoured in lip sync. Yeah. Um, although, to be fair, Candy's a great lip syncer. I think she did win most of the lip syncs that she was in. I think she, she I, definitely I think deserved I think to win... I preferred Tamisha's performance in that lip sync. Okay. But there we go. I, I did like Candy's. I loved what Tamisha was giving me, and I just loved Tamisha. And I just, I just okay, I love Tamisha, period. I can't point, everyone loves Can Tamisha. Tamisha just be a returning queen now and just be slotted into the top four? Please? I mean, we are hoping that she comes back for All Stars, but it seems that like she's kind of burnt her bridges with she her confession of coming out with everything as soon as the NDA finishes. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. now I just like to ask you, going into this, who's going to struggle and who's going to rise to the top? Rose, this this isn't this is the kind of challenge made for Rose, yeah, singing wise, dancing wise as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this as well. This can work for Candy Muse too. Candy Muse is a firecracker of a performance and she is amazing when she's amazing. Yeah. Now, she's told us early on from the first performance who she is. She's either the most confident room in the, the person in the room. She's yeah. either the most confident and loud bitch in the room. Mm-hmm. And she's, yeah, she's all about that and we love her. Or she doesn't know what she's doing and she's yeah. vulnerable and she's just like, it's just too, too complete parts of her were shown in that first um congratulations so that's the interesting thing isn't it we've actually and it this this, hap- this is kind of a template for all the seasons like going forward at the moment is that we've seen the girls do a very very similar challenge in the first couple of episodes so we've got a bit of a template in mind of how these yep. girls will do so i agree with you i just think rose is going to smash this yep. because she was one of the absolute best in phenomenon i just want to explain what i said about candy because mm. you know candy's verse for um the uh, she, she was right after got me got yeah. me was born a girl baby mm-hmm. what's all that i can do drag hair to da, 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 and you're gonna lose and then candy moose came out of nowhere was like everybody right under the queen and she was like really like a firecracker she was kicking she was bopping boom but the second she finished her verse yeah ha ha bitch congratulations straight away she looked to the side she was like okay what are we doing where am i oh my god yeah oh my god where am i what am i Oh my god, am I stuffing up? Like that that's exactly who Candy Muse is. Candy Muse is either that really, really firecracker mm. bounty girl, or she's looking left and right and doesn't know what she's doing and confused. And the same as when we saw the disco. Definitely in the disco. And the disco was, was the one when she was doing the performance with Tina Burner and mm. got Mick. She was either like sassy and to the front, or she's looking left and right and doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. Now, when Candy is on, she is on. Mm-hmm. But when she is struggling, everyone knows it. And this yeah. it depends on how she tackles this. This can be amazing for her, or she will struggle. I think Simone going to. I'm. I'm. Simone's going to have no worries. I think Simone's going to be fabulous. Obviously, she won the episode uh, when they did uh, congratulations. She was the winner. Now, the Simone persona was new to us all then, and everybody raved for it. She had a little bit of criticism for uh, over-egging the pudding in that regard and kind of bringing the Simone persona out a bit too often and it being maybe a bit samey. But I think this episode is about, you know, presenting yourself as, as a drag queen and being true to your persona and your package and that kind of thing. So I think everybody's going to enjoy what Simone brings today. I... Okay, I've, I've said this time and time again about Simone is that I don't think she is a dancer and we already yeah. know now she's not a singer. I think Simone's going to struggle. I think she's going to struggle. Okay. From what I've seen, oh, cool. she struggled in the um, the disco. social media. Okay, yeah, and disco. Yeah, in the, in the disco she was able to... No, she was able to pass in the disco... But she they didn't show her much. But they didn't show her much. And also, she just she wasn't amazing. She just passed. I don't know what Simone's like with choreography, but from what I have seen, what she does with choreography, I, she isn't the best with choreography. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll see how she does there. And our other girl here is Got Mick. Now, Got Mick was potentially one of the ones who would have been in the bottom two if they'd had it in um, Congratulations. Yes. Do you remember? The, the... Absolutely. She would have been in the bottom with Candy that first week. And they shied away from showing her struggles with choreography in the disco challenge. Um, but she was a standout in the Rusical. 
Absolutely, with high. the um, Russian bot. Yeah, we're gonna ruin you. Yes. So I think with this one, it's going to be about Gottmik presenting just her and her truest sense, her confidence, and her. She's really, really appealing. Gottmik. She's very, very naturally funny and likable, like Simone, really. Um, and it's about bringing that sense of Gottmikness, if you like, and the quirkiness. And hopefully the choreo won't overwhelm her. Yeah, Gottmik's fine. I don't. I think she was amazing with as a Russian bot with mm-hmm. Denali. But it is so easy and it's so amazing when you're performing with someone like Denali, who yeah. is so confident, who was so great, and you feed off that confidence and you feed off their energy. And when it's a duet, her success becomes your in a way as well it can mm-hmm. be yours if that's how you see it. and I think she really really did feed off Denali yeah there. okay so if she can feed off Rosé in this she'll be fine uh, but this is definitely going to be Rosé's week and um, I think the people who are going to struggle potentially can be the other three but I think Rosé's got this in the bag I would th- have thought so the other thing that just sprung to mind is Got Mick I remember in that first episode um, she was singing about being a trans man without having told the other girls that yeah, she was a trans right. man. So she was a bit like... Uh, yeah, Kilton. so I think that affected her confidence in that first episode. Absolutely. But I'm really excited because um, these these finale productions are often really, really cool, really exciting, a really good showcase of, of the girls' abilities. So this is cool. So we do see a little clip of them writing, and I'd like to mention that there was a supernatural event in the workroom. <laughs> I don't... Now, I'd, I'd like everybody, please, to... I, I've not got the exact time, but when, when um, Candy is talking about her lyrics... Her, the pages on her pad move on their own and there is a ghost in the workroom. Ghost of who? I don't know. We can only speculate. Yeah. But there's a supernatural event in there. Get the Ghostbusters in. Okay. Please. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Before we move on, they did talk about the how they'd spend the $100,000. And mm. I just want to... I'm just curious, Tom. What would you do with $100,000? Which, which equates to about 50... No, but about 80, 70, 75, 80,000 pounds. What would you do with it? In all seriousness, if, go. I, was, if I was a drag queen, which these girls are, it, I, I would do what they say in terms of reinvesting it into my career. Buy a boat. Oh, sorry, what do they say? <laughs> Most of the girls say they'd reinvest it into their drag, which is what they do anyway. I think also being a high profile person with a platform like that, I think it'd be um, really cool to donate some of its charity as well. Okay. Um, that's what Bob did with her winnings. Well, yeah, she did because, um, yeah, I think that was a very, very smart thing for her to do because of the taxes as well. Well, I think, but also Bob is such a politically aware, charitable person. Yeah. It made sense. But yeah, Bob Bob knew that the money wasn't going to come from the 100000 mm-hmm. Bob knew that the money was going to come from um, everything after, from being a public figure yeah. and from all the shows and everything that he was going to do. That's where the money was going to come from. So yeah, Bob's amazing. Bob's just Bob cool. is just amazing. Bob's just cool. If, if I had 100000 Tom, I, I want you to know, I... I would probably want a boat. <laughs> like, I don't know. When Candy says she wants a boat, I'm like, don't justify why you need a boat. Like, everyone needs a boat. It, I would love a boat. Where you can keep it, the Albert Dock. Yes, Tom. <laughs> On the River Mersey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would buy a house. I think that'd be a good investment. A nice, a nice house. Uh, in, well, you know, in London, deposit for a house anyway. He wouldn't buy you a house. Oh yeah, especially true. not in London. That's rent. <laughs> yeah. I'd rent a house for <laughs> for six months, <laughs> if that. Yeah. In London. All right. Let's move on and see what happens. All right, so let's move on. They had their, they've gotten rid of the um, What's the Tea podcast. Obviously, they've heard of the success of <laughs> spinning the GNT podcast. And they're like, what's the point? They've had to rebrand it and they're now calling it Inside Drag Race or something yeah, like that. It, there's no longer like, a podcast. They don't do the podcast anymore. I'm, I'm not lying when I say that there's no more podcasts. We've intimidated her off. The- well, like, I'm sorry, guys. If they're, if they're afraid of a bit of competition, then, you know, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we have a little sit down session and I thought watching this that there were two sets of two girls where there were two girls who Rue and Michelle just had a good time with and you could just see Rue laughing and radiating positivity. The other two girls, it's not like it was negative in any way, but it's like more of a sit down, thoughtful discussion. Hmm. Without the same sort of connection, I think. Yep. And obviously what Rue feels is important. 
in this game. So um, we've got Mick. They just had a great time. And like, I think got Mick as, as she's gone through the competition. She's just like a nice funny, well-adjusted person. That's who Got Mick is. Absolutely. It's like the fact that she's a trans man has not been it's, that huge a plot point. It's been quite secondary. And uh, great. And that's fantastic because, yeah, she's there to represent, but yeah, she's not defined by her gender identity. Um, she's just a cool person. She's there to represent. It, she, she mentions this and it kind of put me in mind a little bit of... Remember Gia Gunn went into... Um, all stars for wanting to represent for the drag uh, the trans community mm-hmm. as a as a trans woman, um, but it kind of misfired a little bit because um, instead of being herself and being like fun and cool and stuff and just being like you know this is who a trans person is just a fun cool person, like she tried to be the villainess and stuff, um, and so you know just really tried too hard to get that airtime. Got mixed complete opposite and has just been. It's, it's a fab person. She's not wearing it as like it mm. reminds me of who was who who was it? It was uh, on America's Next Top Model, Isis. Mm-hmm. Isis, yeah. Isis was a trans contestant, mm-hmm. and but Isis didn't go on there talking about I'm a trans, I'm a trans, I'm a trans. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm doing this from a trans community. She went on there and said, I um I you know I. I'm a I'm a woman who yeah. happens to be trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not going to be my storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I am a trans person, but I want to do this for me. I want to be a model to represent myself because this is what mm-hmm. I want. This is my passion. And it's very much what Gottmik's doing. Gottmik is a contestant who happens to be trans. Yeah, and and that's it. And that's, that's it. And like beyond that, it's a fun, cool person with a multitude of talents. I like how they spoke about Gottmik developing. Um, the other side, the funny side, beyond her like amazing visual artistry. So that was cool. Nice. Now the other person who like had this like who basked in Rue's positivity, if you like, was Candy. And I thought this was a really good moment for surprise, Candy. Surprise, surprise. Kel Paul likes Candy Mills. I know, right? Who'd have thought? Well, I actually thought this was a great moment for Candy because this Candy who was sat here was fun and cool and goofy. You know, and likable, yeah, absolutely, and self-deprecating, and just the right amount of bowdy bowdy. Um, without you know all that stuff we saw earlier in the in the season when she was fighting with Tamisha and all that stuff. So I like to think, and I think she reflected on this that she's mellowed as the season goes. I think with Candy, I think she goes into situations with a huge amount of mistrust, and her form of defense is counterattack. Well, just attack, actually, yeah. from the outset. And I think she's learned to trust and love these girls and see that they do appreciate her wonderful qualities. Yeah. So she's mellowed. She's ready to fight. It's like, you know, when mm. someone is about to say something and she sees it and then she's already in there attacking mm-hmm. and they're just going to sneeze. Like, oh, what would you call me? Actually, oh, sorry. Back, back it up. Back it up. You just need to, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. You know, I, I think she's just always on the... The, on the, uh, mm-hmm. she's always on the attack. Definitely, I loved they, finding out that Candy Darling was the inspiration behind her name as well. Andy, one of Andy Warhol's muses, whose name checked in Lou Reed's "Walk on the Wild Side." You can we we both know from this conversation that RuPaul loves Gottmik and loves Candy Muse. Yeah. Now it wasn't a it wasn't an interview more as it was a Kiki. It was I really a kiki, I really felt right. like it was just them they them three were just having a catch up, like old friends catching up and laughing and laughing and you know, mm. having a great time. Whereas the conversations with Simone and the conversation with Rose very much was an interview. It was, um, wasn't it? I'm in, you're an interview you you're the interviewee, I'm the interviewer, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask questions and this is how it's gonna go. It's very, very like there's a format Whereas with Candy Muse and Gottmik, it was just like, kiki, 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 laughing, 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 good times, mm-hmm. good times, good times, bye. So speaking of Simone, you commented on something that I thought was really interesting in terms of what we've seen this episode uh, about like almost like a duality. Yeah. Go on. Well, I was, I was sure, I don't know if I said it on the podcast last week mm. or if I, I, if I said it to you in passing, but I kept saying that there's a, there's, there's two different characters or personalities that i'm seeing in simone and today i nailed it um simone's actually very shy yeah simone is very shy and very insecure the person behind the character simone reggie 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 is very um so shy so insecure like even when um in the interview when simone was what simone was having a kiki and said something funny and Mm -hmm. saw everyone else laughing before before she 
accepted that it was funny. She's looking around like, yeah. was that funny? Ha <laughs> ha, okay, I'm going to laugh at That was funny. Cool, that's Which, great. The character everyone... of Simone would never do that. There, she would yeah. say it and let it breathe and yes. like everyone would laugh. Yes. And so you can see when it's Reggie and you can see when it's Simone. Mm-hmm. It was Reggie performing in drag for the social media. Yeah. Because that was not a confident. That was not Simone. When that her was confidence not isn't Simone. There, she slips out the Simone character. Yes, yes, character. yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. So, yeah, this is it. This, this, Do you know duality. where she retreats to? She retreats to being the little boy who was told that he couldn't be fabulous and feminine. Mm. That's where he retreats to when Simone goes away. But Rue gives her pills of wisdom, as Rue always does. And is like, it pills? Pills, pills, yeah, pills. pills. <laughs> whatever works for you guys, yeah. whatever works for you. Pills are wisdom here to take it up here, take it um, before meals and um, after. Thank you. <laughs> but reminds Reggie that Simone is always there and Reggie has the power of Simone in or out of drag. Oh. Um, so that's great. Lovely. Great. And Rosé, like, I like Rosé and I find Rosé quite an engaging person, which is probably the, probably the blandest of the interviews with well, the least kind of revealed. Like, we spoke more about Stephanie's child than we did about Rosé, I think. Rosé is very, very um, aware, very like, mm. very aware of how she wants to be, wants to come across. Mm-hmm. Is that me or was Rosé's lips overdone? Um, so, my opinion, and I'm not a cosmetic surgeon or um, aesthetician, Rosé's have been filled a little unevenly. Um, they underfilled in the middle and overfilled at the side and it becomes obvious when she smiles. Yeah, I was looking at her lips a lot and I'm like, Something's going on there. It, it, what, it's, what's, it's, what's going on? What's, what's happening? What's, what's this? <laughs> what's this, sweetie? Um, so, obviously, I'm not here to critique her appearance, but it's, it's an intervention that she's had done and hasn't, in my opinion, been done the best, which often happens. You know, do really be careful who you go to, guys. Absolutely. Let's get on to the main stage. And we have seen the production mm-hmm. of Lucky with the Rue Girls. Yes. I really like the song. It, it was really, really good. I, I think... I really I, rate it. Yeah, as RuPaul songs go, really, really good. I love the, like, fun 60s surf pop vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. You're so lucky tonight. And I'm giving you the show that you want. You're so lucky. You're so lucky, lucky. You're so lucky. Are you in a lucky? Thank you for that performance. Thank you. And that was it. So, see you later, guys. Try match that. No, so it was really, really fun. So, should we go through it girl by girl? Yes. Well, yeah, we'll go in order that we saw. Them was that with Gottmik? Gottmik really surprised me. Gottmik was a true surprise. Now, Gottmik was every inch. Now, I will say, like, the vibe of the song was more 60s, but the look was more 50s pinup to me. A small detail. Oh, oh, here she is. The, here she the is. library is open. <laughs> no, but still, it was fun. I love the candy colors, the candy color lingerie sets. That was yes. really, really cool. So, Gottmik was every inch Betty Page to me here, and Gottmik exuded sex appeal to me absolutely fantastic yeah 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 I, everything from the the dance movement how she was hitting it to the uh, to the rap the yeah. wake up girl does not as a listen hand mm-hmm. on your hip and assume the position Mamarushi that we all born naked got mixes love your body don't fake it yeah. just listening to her her rap was good her flow was good the confidence yeah. her production the choreography she smashed it and she looked like she was having fun Do you know, my, one of my... I wanted to have fun with her yeah she she did like the little 60s like go go girl moves really well and i really liked her pin-up pose at the end she, she, she was the absolute picture of betty page she was absolutely stunning um picture perfect yeah she was really really good got mick thank you for that so she started mm-hmm. off amazing too mm-hmm. the blue the the couch the up the yeah. down like i forgot there were dancers behind her can I just draw a contrast to her performance in Congratulations? That that's the same person. What a contrast! I mean, I mean that that says we love that to see that. We love to see that in this show, don't we? That kind of growth, confidence in everything and flow. She smashed. Now let's go to the yellow, who was Candy Muse. Uh huh. I. Candy Muse did Candy Muse. This is always that was it. Like, can, candy, yeah, candy isn't Muse. It? And when I say Candy Muse, the Candy Muse, Candy Muse was amazing. She was vivacious. She was a firecracker. Yeah. She used the stage. She did everything right. You cannot fault her on her part, on her own verse. She part. was lots of fun to watch. Yep. She was very, very charming. You know, if I'm being like a real like oh critic, was she hitting the move slightly less well than say Got Mick with a little routine and stuff, or am I just being horrible? 
I I didn't notice anything okay, that okay. bad with her. Okay. She looked stunning as well. You know, I love this yellow on her. It looks well, gorgeous her episodes, in her skin tone. Yo, the muse is back. Top four bitch on the track. She about to bring it back and you hoes better watch your backs. The only thing is that because she does have, we have a hard time listening and understanding her. Yes. She did not need to whisper and you hoes better I got Shit. ASMR from that bit. I didn't because I didn't know what she was saying. Or <laughs> I, I thought she was just blowing into the mic. Okay. She has a lisp. And she doesn't have really good diction. So when you're whispering it, you're taking all sense of control on every vowel. Yeah. So she should not have whispered it. So I was like, oh. But I think she was good. She talked about, um, she said it in the Meet the Queens from the hood to Hollywood. Like she was a diva. She, she was amazing. She, she was good. She should wear yellow every day because it looks beautiful it on looks her. It looks so good. Good like remember her, her. her Beyonce yeah, lemonade dress. Yep, that she looked beautiful. That was like one of her most beautiful looks all season. She was so, amazing. Great job, Candy. It was very, very good. Now the next queen is Rose. Rose was up there for me. Yeah, Ro- for my top two was Gottmik and Rose. I agree. Absolutely, Gottmik and Rose. But I'd like to say nobody effed up. They were all fantastic. But you know, they, we're, we're down to the wire, as they often say. Yeah, well, it's hard to tell if they effed up or not because I'll tell you what happened is they didn't show them all in a wide. So that yeah. we could, so we could, there was no, there wasn't much time for us, or there wasn't really the opportunity for us to see uh, a whole set of synchronization with choreography. We we didn't get that much opportunity to see that. Well, should we make another interesting point as well, I think, in that the past few performances like this have been a, a one-cut thing, and you've often mentioned how that's, you know, um, somewhat pioneered by Royal Family, wasn't it? That kind of yeah. like one-cut run-through dance performance. Mm. This was not a one-cut. This is heavily edited musical video. Absolutely. Yeah. It was very, it was so good. So back to Rosé. Um, Fantastic. Rosé was good. She, um, little Scottish boy grew up to be the supreme of the definition of America. American dream. Um, and then she had the little rap, the really, really fast, like uh, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj rap at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was great. The only thing that I didn't like is I, I think out of everyone, she had the costume I, I wouldn't. She had the worst costume for me and the worst makeup for me. She gave me Rita Hayworth vibes. I loved what she was going for. Um, I think I think the costume was good. I think the proportions might be ever so slightly off, but that's that's again being really really nitpicky. She looked like a really polished, beautiful yeah. package to me. We're being very very nitpicky, but like Rose was, as we said I liked before, she, she was amazing, and we knew she was going to be, and she was. She delivered, and she tried her best to bring that little bit of swag at the end, didn't she, with the rap? Which I loved the, the, the visual joke of going from like feminine pinup girl to like yeah combo, like crossing her arms kind of thing. If, if, if anyone ever decides to binge watch season 13 from beginning to end, here's a game to play. Take a shot every time Rosé does a spin. <laughs> and right now, even watching just this episode, you'll be I'm drunk. now drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I already have a hangover. Again, mm. like she's, she loves... She's a spinner. She's, she's that she girl that all She just loves to spin, doesn't she? She she's just that loves girl a good girl. spin. That's it. She's the girl that when you're listening to someone talk, she's like twirling around. You're like, girl, girl, mm-hmm. what's, what's she up? She just loves spinning. She's one of those people who loves to spin. And the last girl that we have and and looking, oh my god, she looks sexy. like a poolside Dorothy Dandridge, so beautiful. Looking sexier than anything ever is you know, looking Ebony at Simone. Enchantress. Oh my gosh, she I, is gorgeous. I think a lot of this is Simone as well, because the padding I think is fairly minimal. She's just like this slender, gorgeous beauty. Um Simone brought the Simone character and I love her for it. And uh, she was really, really you good. You wanna wanna taste that meat? And then the mm-hmm. mother dug in ebony. I liked her verse. I, you know what? I will like it. I bet you it's gonna become my Kamora Hall. Yeah. Like when I first heard Kamora Hall, yeah. like for me, Ebony's, uh, I'm sorry, um, Simone's verse <laughs> is a bridge. Ebony could be an alternative name for her though, because yeah. she's the Ebony and Chant- Simone. Simone's verse to me was a bridge. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a. It wasn't a verse for yeah. me. It was like it could have been the bridge before someone's verse. Okay, okay. It, it didn't. It, it doesn't hold as a verse for me. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing I said about Kamora Hall's um, from the House of Hall. Oh, she goes Mackie Doll, Simon Beats in face, and that my most glamorous in this place. The way my beauty shines, Kamora's gonna blame me. Snatch that crown out. Whenever I do that, I wonder to slide. Slightly Bob Dylan-esque delivery. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> I feel like Ebony's... Um, oh God, it's Simone. Simone's She's is the going Ebony to be... It's going to be the Kamora Hall in the sense that 
at the moment for me, it's probably one of the we- if I had to choose the weakest verse. It's for me. It's the weakest because it comes across more of a as a bridge than an actual verse. Kimura, I'm not saying yeah. it's weak, but, but it just doesn't stand as a verse. It definitely is a bridge. And Kamora's felt like a lead into Rose's, which is a real standout. Exactly. In... And this could have been a lead up. To, uh, Although, had, had she not gone last, this could have been a good lead up for one of the other girls. I, I think, and the cameras will attest to this. Um, I think we probably sing Kamora's verse more than anybody else's in this house. That's what. That's why I said. <laughs> that's why I said it's going to. I bet yeah. you it's going to become my. My Kimura horse. So she looks sexy. um, A very nice bridge that she gave. Again, like orange on her skin tone is stunning. She is. She is sex on wheels and on heels. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) I have to say, I did see moments of her awkwardness and her dance. Little things like there was a moment where all four girls were doing the whole like bending down. Yeah. Like think, think of like the bend and snap. So they're doing the business mm, familiar, that, uh, uh, um, against each other. Now she was ebony. Simone was right in the front. To be sexy, you have to have the arch in the back as you go down towards your legs. To shove your booty out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a full concave as though she was like, you know, those prehistoric men. <laughs> like, seriously, she was like fully concave. And I was like, that's not sexy. It's little things that she doesn't understand how to make the right shapes with her body um, and, and movement. It's this- interesting for somebody who's so compelling to watch as Simone. I, I wonder, you know probably like she'll probably look back at this and think I'm going to go to a couple of dance classes and then she'll sort it, all this it out would do, it would do her well because her body mm. is made to make the shapes and I, I did see awkwardness in her moves I also saw awkwardness in nearly all of them but the most awkwardness came from Simone okay. and then it's hard to tell if it was awkwardness with Gottmik because Gottmik really felt the energy of the song she really felt the vibe of the song so she really danced it off goofy as though it was one of those, um, the uh, Bob Foss. Yeah, yeah, Fosse, yeah. As though it was yes, Fosse, it was she very really, that. She really took on that Bob Fosse kind of character. 60s go, so, go, girl. Yeah, so yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know whether to say it's awkward or whether to say it's actually really, really on theme. Yeah. So she got away with it with that. But, I mean, Gottmik was amazing. And shall we just say, just overall, fantastic video, lovely package, and I'm looking forward to seeing the runway. And the category for the runway is drag, excellence, drag, eleganza, extravaganza, drag, whatever you got left in your wardrobe. The bestest of the <laughs> yeah. bestest. Whatever's left and it hasn't been used yet for a themed runway, <laughs> that is this week's. And I think one of the girls, actually, that was what they wore, whatever they had left. Let's start with Got Mick. Oh, my God. So Got Mick, she reminded me got of... Got Milk? Got milk, got milk. It's like white cow stunning. Well, that's the thing. She reminded me of that that really famous makeup look that Juno Birch did not long ago. The the sort of Frisian cow, but it's also a little bit more polka dot. I just love, I just love what she's produced here. It's so got me because it's quirky, it's graphic, it's monochrome, it's beautiful. Um, there's the Frisian cow polka dot kind of element there's always that kind of like kiss inspired um graphic makeup element and the dress itself is really really pretty it's got this like mermaid quality it could be zach posen it could be um it could be richard quinn it's it's just very very beautiful but quirky presentations is quintessential got mick thank you very much with the poodle hair as well Thanks, Scott Mick. Thanks for this. It was like Cruella de Vil goes to Mardi Gras. Yeah. She finally got that Dalmatian gown. I mean, it was... Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Persistence is all it takes. <laughs> I just... I think this is amazing. This really, really is, good. This has been a good week for Gottmik. A very This has good been week. a grand... And I love the spot of colour in the eyes, even though it was like black and but white everywhere. I love everywhere. The, the statement behind that, because it's like, okay, so I've got this Gottmik makeup, it's very graphic and monochrome, but there's a person behind it with a story. It's very that. Ooh. You know? Tom, you know, you're doing exactly what we had to do in English, <laughs> where the curtain was blue. No, the curtain represents the the uh, the solitary. Absolutely, and, and uh, it's it's not blue. It's actually um, blue can represent royalty and masculinity, <laughs> but also the sea yeah, yeah. and the sky, and the, and it also represents the sea, the sea that she was imprisoned from. She was the curtains was yes. the barrier between her and the sea. Oh, that's that, why the curtains were blue. That bloody curtain! I, I think that's what you're doing right now, Dan. <laughs> so, what about Miss Candy? Hold on, was that? 
a yas or a pass? Oh, it's a yas. It's a yas. What up, Miss Candy Muse? So Candy, Candy again. <laughs> Candy's run out of clothes. Okay, let's just call the spade a spade. Okay. Imagine if Candy had come out in her in her lemonade dress. Imagine if she'd kept right. been able to keep it for this, you... and we would have been like, "Yes, Candy, you beautiful creature." But like, unfortunately, she's come out in what can only be described as like. A, Podge It's a, the best that I can do here is interpret there as like a fifties B movie kind of sci-fi homage, but that's not part of Candy's character. Like I, I, I'm seeing kind of like Invaders from Mars, Forbidden Planet, those kind of like fifties B movies references, and like a bit of B fifty two's hair. Beyond that, I, I don't know why Candy kept this for her finale runway. Can you tell me, please? I. I, do you know what? Do you remember that episode, Bossy Rossi? Yeah. Where she did that scene with Deborah. Yeah, Deborah. And Deborah gave mm-hmm. her that candle delusion yes, yes. and desperation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she took her to the to the hotel room. Absolutely. And she's been sniffing that delusion <laughs> and sniffing that desperation. And I think that's what motivated her put, to wear this on the damn on the finale. She put that delusion candle in a paper bag and has been huffing it at night time. <laughs> she's been sniffing that shit crazy. Because I, dude, I don't know what I'm looking at. What it's like, it? she's run out of clothes. I'm sorry. Candy yeah. Darling. Candy Darling, her inspiration. Candy Darling, we love you, but this is not it. Look, what is it? I, I'm looking at it and I'm just, I don't know how to make sense of those it's, it's kind of It's yeah. kind of a bit 50s, kind of a bit 60s modish with the cut of it and stuff. Do you know when you there's go to this... a car yard and there's that, that, that long wavy thingy with the mm. arms? Mm. I feel like she's took their sleeves and yeah. put it on. I don't, the... I don't know. It's a pass. Now, Rosé walks out. Was it a yas or a pass? Oh, it was a pass, darling. Okay. I'm sorry. Now, what about Rosé? I'm loving this because to me, this is very British fashion. So it reminds me of Vivian Westwood with all the... Um, sorry, I got too, too excited there. I knocked my pad out of my hand. <laughs> wow. Um, so it's Vivian Westwood with all the tartan. It's also very reminiscent of Alexander McQueen, who often referenced his Scottish heritage, and he did that famous Highland Rape show. Um, so it's very all that. I love the dramatic, um, you know, brave, you know, brave, the Disney film. Yes. Very brave hair, mm-hmm. but like quaffed and styled. I love that she's, this isn't the first time she's referenced a Scottish heritage. Remember the bagpipes look? Yep. Beautiful, beautiful. It's up there with like, remember Morgan Michaels' um, Highland bell look as well. It's, very, very beautiful. I don't understand the lace sleeves with the kilt, the Scottish, I don't, for me, it's, it's it became a bit hodgepodge when she did that. Also, I think it's quite boxy. She could have cinched in a little more, perhaps, but overall, it's very dramatic and sultry presentation that I really enjoy. Okay, well, look, um, just for me, I, it's a pass. I think okay, the lace sleeves maybe they could have been replaced with something else, maybe haggis themed sleeves. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> or she could have had an arrow, a bow and arrow. Yeah, go you know, for it. Kept you know, on theme. Go full on Braveheart. Exactly. And last and never least oh. is our Ebony Enchantress, Simone. Do you know what? We were talking about Simone before, mm-hmm. and it was so surprising how Simone is close with Gigi Good mm-hmm. because Simone's actually very, very vulnerable and yeah. shy and insecure, and Gigi is very armor-plated. Absolutely. She's she a put- fembot. Like, she played herself in the Snatch Game and disguised it as a robot. But let's be honest, <laughs> she is a robot. She is confident. Yeah. She is unfazed. She is, like, she's amazing. She's she's stoic. Yeah. Whereas the opposite of that is Simone. So, it, she really, really is. But th- this is Simone at, at her peak. This is Simone being Simone. Um, absolutely stunning. She's given me gospel choir leader realness with these yes. wizard sleeves it's so dramatic she says it's purple i'm seeing more blue but i think it's like an indigo it's a little bit in between she's she's the lead singer of the church choir who yeah. repurposed the actual outfit and came on sunday with this outfit and said i'm yeah. gonna sing lead <laughs> it's so beautiful yeah and the cornrows she's like um whoopee in um sister act appointed her successor and she is simone yeah okay yeah yeah i mean it's it's gorge it is gorgeous so beautiful she's just so stunning she really is okay tom we've seen it all who is making it to the grand finale with what we've seen i think the person who's had the best episode is got mick yes um rosé is a close second yep um i like her runway look more than you do i will say though got mick the light of rupaul is shining upon her yeah um, uh, they're my like two faves this episode. Although, like to be honest, I love all four of these girls so much. 
I don't really mind. Except Candy's track record, I do think should be held against her. In that outfit, she oh, that outfit's disgusting. She got not disgusting. Just it's 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 too weird, and she just she had it left over from something else. Okay. That's what's happened here. Look, 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 I'm looking at these girls. Okay, I want to say this for charisma mm-hmm. that goes to Simone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uniqueness that goes to Gottman. Absolutely. Nerve. Oh well, it do take <laughs> and nerve. It do take it nerve. Do take nerve. <laughs> nerve goes to. To Candy. To Candy. Candy, darling. And, and talent goes to Rosé. Absolutely. Don't you think that fits exactly? They represent everything. More, more than nearly any other season, they are equally divided. Yeah. And I think it's great. For me, the top three, I think everyone's going to agree. I think you agree with me. The top three are going to be Gottmik, Rosé, and Simone Simonier. Yeah. And Candy Muse is... You know, I think Candy's had an excellent run. This is probably where her run ends. Yes, yes. If there is going to be a top three, it's going to be that. If I do have a feeling be... in my waters they're just going to make it a top four. Well, you because know. Because it works out. It works out. They've done it since season nine. Yes. It works out to have two sets of lip syncs okay. and then a finale lip sync. Yeah, I know. I know that. I know that. But if there is a top three, it's going to be the three that I said. Yes? So do we agree? Oh, fully agreed. So we continue the show and see what happens? Thank you. Okay, okay. Plot twist. For the first time in Drag Race history, something's gone down, something has happened. Now, instead of uh, announcing a winner and a bottom two for them to lip sync, RuPaul has asked for all of the queens to do an individual lip sync Mm -hmm. to the same song. Whitney yeah. Houston. Whitney Houston's... What was it called? Uh, Whitney Houston by yeah. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston yeah. by Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And so they all have the lip sync for their life, which which tells me one thing. A, mm-hmm. what is the point of doing a final runway and a final performance challenge mm-hmm. if you're going to put it down to a lip sync? Does the lip sync have any weight to add to it? And it sounds to me like they're trying to give Candy Muse... Oh, sorry. They're trying to give Candy Muse a reason to make it to the finale because, obviously, when we look at the track record and we look at the runway and the performance, Candy Muse is... It's her time to go. But if they're going to use a lip sync now to try and say, oh... And now, now the lip sync's going to have some effect into what happens. It sounds like they're kind of looking for a way to keep her. It, it, I think it's one of the things where, like, the, the it's like another thing where the points can can factor in. Like, if you think back to season seven, they had a four way lip sync and it was so messy and so hard to like follow what was going on. I think um, you know Kennedy went at that point, and I think it was a bit of a kind of like track record plus how they're done overall in the episode plus what RuPaul wants to do. And it's yeah. just like another way of justifying that. What's really. her agenda? Yeah, yeah. So to me, watching this, I didn't feel like it really affected how I felt about anybody. Okay, well, it, it changed it for me. If they were going to base it on this lip sync, got Mix going home. She didn't Got emote. She didn't emote the same way that the other girls did. Okay, Period. fair enough. If they're basing it on this, but other than this, Gottmik has had the strongest episode. If you ask me, well, exactly. Like this was Gottmik's week before this lip sync mm-hmm. for me. So what are they trying to do? Because Candy Muse is a good lip syncer. Like she knows how to give emotion. Oh, she's had every single one of these emotions in her life. <laughs> Bottled it up. She like okay. Remember that time I was walking through the Bronx and some bitch called me a hoe. That's what I'm gonna bring to this Whitney Houston song. And because it comes from a real place, it's real emotion, and it's so convincing. And I believe her, and I love it. So she is such a good performer. I, Simone had this was a good song for Simone, especially when she, what she was wearing, and mm-hmm. it was a Whitney Houston. It really sp- there's some good close-ups of emotion exactly with Simone. There. Yeah, and then Rose is just the consummate professional, good actress, isn't she? She is. So she was great. I mean, got Mick amongst those three. She did get lost in it. She she can't a little bit, little yeah. bit. I mean, I in my heart, I don't feel like they're eliminating anybody today. Well, they they can't know because this is. I think they did this so they have a reason to keep Candy for the finale. So we just wanted to before they announced what was happening, mm-hmm. we wanted to come here and talk to you, talk to you guys really quickly. Yeah, tell you what's happening um, and see what they say now. We'd like to share everything with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very open that way, we're, aren't we? We are. Let's have a look. Let's see what they say. 
And that's exactly what we said. It really was. <laughs> They've just um, told us what's happening. They're all going through to the grand finale in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I think that lip sync for me was a how do we justify moving candy in? How do we do it? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're a fab top four. They're all fabulous in different ways. I think there, there are three girls there who have much better track records and have performed much better throughout the season. But, but you know, we all love Candy. Rue loves Candy. And if it comes down, if it's coming down to a lip sync extravaganza, mm-hmm. Candy has a good chance of making it maybe to the top three, top two. Do you see what I'm saying here now? Well, it depends who she's up against. Um, so, yeah, she ha- she'll have to go against Rosé first for Rosé to somehow win, because I think Rosé could. I think mm-hmm. Rosé's the only one there that could kill her off, because when that was the double save, Simone versus Candy, in my opinion, Candy won the lip sync. I think it be, like, like all of these situations, it really depends on the song. If they gave Gottmik like a more rock oriented song, she would yeah. flourish, I think. Let's see how it goes. Con- congratulations to all of these queens. Yeah. Again, yeah. Great job, Amazing girls. job. Amazing episode. Good stuff. I can't wait to see what happens. What's happening next week? They didn't say. I reckon it, they used to do a recap episode. Maybe it is. But, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, because they said two weeks, so it's not going to mm-hmm. be out immediately, is it? Or maybe we'll be bereft for a week and we'll have to come up with something else to podcast about. Ooh. Dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah we'll, look, we'll, we'll find something to talk about <laughs> anyway everyone thank you very much for listening to Spinning the GT podcast mm-hmm. apologies that Tom was a bit ill yesterday <laughs> um, we were bereaved and, and bereavement oh. we were oh being the royalists in this in this in Absolutely. this studio, staunch royalists. We're, we're very upset. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you for joining us, and thank you for the review from Claire. If you would yeah. like to send us a review, please do so. Don't don't hold back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to Podchaser if you don't have a platform that allows you to comment a review, and you will get a shout out. So yes, either uh, either that or follow us on Instagram uh-huh. or on Twitter. Send us a message, whatever. But thank you again for joining us on another episode. This is Bolo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next. Sign bye. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.